Thanks for joining me today. I'd like to invite you to visit my website, johnburney.org, where you can join my mailing list, access video, audio, and written teachings, sign up for online satsangs and retreats, as well as find the schedule for my public gatherings. good to be back with you again very much i have to say that being here always brings me to a place where i become speechless with awe of what is actually happening here and how it keeps working healing and transforming each and every one of us including myself <sighs> let's start with just some guided tuning in or becoming aware of what is present in your current field of perception. I'll give some guidance for those who would like or appreciate that. And if you don't need any guidance, then I invite you to just let my words be in the background and let them be in the background anyway. <laughs> let the foreground be what you are aware of right now, whatever that is, whether it's thoughts or imagery or sensations or feelings or um, energies, vibrations, or even if it's an extraordinary sense of expanded connectedness, free of personal self, whatever is present for you right now, Give that your attention. And just allow whatever's moving through, whatever's shifting in your field of attention, just let it come and go. Notice if you get hooked anywhere or if you're fighting or struggling with anything. And just be aware of that and come back to simple attention the movement of breath, the sensations in the body. Give yourself gentle reminders to relax, gentle reminders to let go of trying and struggling. Gentle reminders to be patient and kind to yourself, if especially if you're having a hard time. Give yourself permission to let healing and transformation unfold in its own natural way not the way we want or the way we think it should be happening, but rather allowing how it's working to show us rather than us dominating with our will, thinking we know the way.
if you're distracted or mind's wandering constantly or you're caught up in your drama, your pain. Just be more gentle with yourself then and let go of any judgments or comparisons about how you think you're supposed to be right now. But rather let yourself be how it is. Let it, let it be how it is so that you can release the tears, the fear, the anger, the frustration. So it can cycle. The emotions can turn back into their essence, which is chi, which is energy, and release out of your nervous system. Don't get caught in the stories. Just keep coming back from them. The mind gravitates automatically into story. Not not your fault. It's how we're built. Just come back gently. Even if you have to bring yourself back many, many times, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter that you wander. What's more important that you gently return to here. That's all. That's all that really matters. I have so much I want to share with you. I, I, I don't even know where to begin, actually. It's just <clears throat> my, my problem sometimes is I have so much to share that it just, I start tripping over it, you know? Because <laughs> there's so many levels wanting to come out at the same time. So bear with me as I fumble along <laughs> in my sharing and hope that some of the download will truly be helpful and beneficial to you. First little, I think what brings us, each and every one of us in our own way to the, what might be called the inner search or the path, or a lot of names for it, is something that brings us to asking the essential questions and begin the search for meaning in the mystery. What is it all about, <laughs> Alfie? <laughs> um, I, I was asking that when I was four, looking up at the stars. So I was questioning early this life, but 
they tell me I was, I had other lives, if that's right, where I, let's say I'd been at this for quite a long time. <laughs> Who knows? And we also, and we naturally as human beings, in order to survive and be comfortable and all, all of that, we naturally have a relative need to understand the meaning of things so that we can take care of ourselves and each other and the planet. When we come here, I think often we've hit a wall or we, let's just say we don't want to suffer anymore <laughs> or something has opened up in us that we realize is much greater than what we normally perceive as reality or relative reality. And so we start the search, so to speak. We start on the path consciously, as it were. These words may not make sense to you or have any meaning for you. And if they don't, don't worry about it. What, what will make sense to you and what will guide you will come forward in your own experience and show you the way. My job is to help you not follow me or what my process has been, but to rather learn how to understand how it's working, this transformative process is working in you and how you can follow it and support it. That's what I'm teaching. I've spent a lifetime of uh, learning to practice. I started out as a, as a violinist at a very, very young age practicing from age six to 22 to four hours a day and performing concert tours, everything, you know, basically professional life as a, as a young person. It didn't, I gave it up when I was 20, but I realized it wasn't for me. <laughs> you don't need to hear that story. <laughs> but, um, but I think it's taken me this long in my life to begin to understand profoundly the importance of understanding what practices and my very dear friend Aja, Aja Shanti and I were, were having a wonderful talk very recently and we talked a lot about this together because we share really an identical perspective of what's going on. We have different ways that we help people, as you know, if you know him, but, um, but we're one in our understanding. <laughs> so I'm going to share with you some of that download. Some of it might be helpful to you, and if it is, great. If not, whatever. If it triggers you or brings up questions, you can ask me about it when we have our dialogue. As I've often said, practice is the art of refinement, of bringing attention to what is. Is not about getting the right note on the instrument. It's not about having an getting back into awakened, spacious, no self-consciousness. That is not practice. That's ego will wanting something, you know, wanting some pleasure, wanting relief, wanting a better set of circumstances, whatever that is. That's fine. Practice is, has no will in it. Not really. Yes, the will behind the effort to bring yourself to practice is required. That's why they say the hardest thing is showing up. So you've already shown up. <laughs> 
you already did the hardest part, which is, you know, sign up, pay your 20 bucks and be here. <laughs> That's the hard part. Actually, you might think it's not the hard part, but it is. Showing up is 90, maybe 100% of the path and the rest of it you surrender to. You are not in control of. You will never understand. You will never get your mind wrapped around it. Because honestly, when you come to the true realms of interconnected existence, there is no one who knows anything, period. <laughs> now, that's not a concept to believe in or to follow. It's just for those of us who, let's just say, have been on this journey for a while and continually discovering, it's kind of how we talk about it. And so we know that we understand each other, but I don't think it's so helpful to tell you that, except that when you're caught in wanting to know, when you're caught in wanting a result, some part of you can say, oh, isn't that what John was saying about my ego? Wanting, wanting an answer. It's like what was wonderful at the retreat when Salwan shared, I hope you don't mind me saying this, Salwan, but it was so great you realize all of a sudden you caught yourself you said i was just trying to be smart and you know there's nothing wrong with being smart in fact in relative reality it's it's in many ways really a good thing it's helpful to be smart and figure stuff out so this is where we begin to make a separation between ego survival uh, instinct instinctual reflexes and learning what practice truly is Practice does not get a result. This is what you have to understand. Practice is about how is continually bringing attention to what is. So right now, how are you bringing attention to being here and listening? Are you open? Are you relaxed? Are you getting tight? Are you getting tense? Are you, are you starting to get triggered and trying to... Are you arguing with me in your head? <laughs> about how I'm saying it all wrong. <laughs> Are you not even hearing me, which is much better? <laughs> and just tuning into the presence. <laughs> if you are, I'd recommend that. Practice is never about getting a result. If you think practice is about getting a result, then your ego is in control and you don't even know it. Your ego is in what we call the uh, profoundly unconscious spiritual identity. It is the most dangerous entity, the most dangerous identified self in human history and the cause of extraordinary endless suffering. And let me be clear, belief, is the cause of all suffering, period. Belief is the cause of all suffering. Now, I'm not saying there aren't beliefs that are helpful and supportive and useful and functional. Of course there are. Of course there are. But this is where if you think you know you're going to get a result because you're going to get more Shakti or get more whatever you think is going to get you over the edge, 
into a higher state of being, whatever that is, and it could be a lot of things. All that is is some ego attachment to what you think is happening and how it's happening. And you know what? That rug will be pulled out from under you sooner or later, I guarantee it. That is why we encourage when you're practicing to keep returning to Zen mind, which is an open mind that doesn't have a preconceived idea about what it is. Beginner's mind. It's beginning right now. It's not the expert that knows everything, that's read every spiritual book, heard every spiritual teacher, knows the whole thing, has read everything. Because I guarantee you, if you've done all that, and I know people who've tried, they're suffering more than anybody. <laughs> that's no guarantee of anything, except being a scholar, knowledgeable, smart. So what, do you, what is it that you need more than anything on the path, so to speak? Acceptance. Acceptance. What is that? Allowing what is. Even if you hate it, even if you are screaming at the top of your lungs that you can't handle it anymore. If that's happening, then you need to do emotional healing work and emotional clearing work, because I guarantee you the, the real pandemic on the planet, yes, COVID, but the real pandemic is emotional constipation, <laughs> emotional repression, because the egos thought they could mind over matter or man against nature and look where we are on this planet, on the brink of extinction, because we thought we knew how to control nature. And what we've done is we've practically des destroyed our ability to exist here. That's not intelligence. <laughs> That's profound ignorance. Thinking it's smart just because it has money or power or influence. So we need the work you're doing, all of us are doing are actually not just for your own healing, which it will be for, and it is, not just for your own transformation, which it will facilitate. And I'll talk to you about that and I'll help you all the way, all the way. But for us to be together and connect, as I've seen in this horrific tragedy of COVID, which is now hitting my own family. So overwhelmingly. This nightmare unbelievable um yeah someone wrote me after the retreat when i when i found out that my mother-in-law and father-in-law were dying of covid and my mother-in-law did pass away and and i was going through tremendous emotional intensity and i shared that at the retreat and somebody wrote me the next day and said thank you for your tears and your bravery she was amazed because i was able to clear and then be back 100 percent with the group and with individuals there was no, nothing in the way she said thank you for your tears and your bravery because maybe if my father was able to have tears he wouldn't have committed suicide 
So let me talk about emotion briefly. Because a lot of teachers, spiritual teachers say, oh, that's just, you don't need to think about that. You don't need to do therapy. You just need to allow the Shakti to completely fill you with grace, and then you will be fine. And you know what? That's not true. (laughs) I have seen this over my whole lifetime, firsthand accounts of countless people I have worked with who've been close to those people, and I guarantee you, it's not true. Yes, it's powerful to be in the space of someone who has great presence, yes. But make no mistake, you still need to be a human being and find out how to live fully, and that's what I'm teaching, because evolution is the constant integration of consciousness into matter. Suzuki Roshi said, practice begins with enlightenment, begins with awakening. A lot of egos, spiritual egos, think it's over. Well, wait a minute, I had my awakening. How come I'm still having my stuff? What's wrong with me? That's egoic beliefs based on false teachings that have been around for literally thousands of years. So I know my friend Aj and I are trying to clean it up and we're both working on it hard. I'm doing the, I am doing it as much as I can. And I'm also, like you, challenged in my own life. And it forces me to evolve and grow and allow even more of this light to be present. So, awakening is the beginning of understanding what practice is. And as you bring attention to what is and you're not in the way, naturally, miraculously, consciousness merges into matter and you become more and more radiant, more and more free, and your life becomes more amazing, even with tragedies like I'm going through. Horrific fucking tragedies. You would not believe what I'm dealing with and what we're dealing with. You just, it's too much to tell anybody, honestly. It's too much to even think about. It's only like, what can we take care of right now? What can we take care of right now? And you know how I know that, what that, that works? Because that's what I learned in practice. Bring yourself right to this present moment. And if you have emotions that need to move, please let them move. And if you don't, if, if you're repressed that way and don't know how to do that work, then find people or get therapeutic help. And I can help you with that. I used to do a lot of that work. We need, we need to learn how to discharge our emotions in a way that doesn't get us caught in the story, but rather helps it transmute into the energy that it basically is, not the story and meaning that we ascribe to it. So whether you do breathing practices, whether you do expressive practices, whether you do body work practices, whether you do whatever you do that helps that, even like psychedelic journeys, I think often could be very helpful for that point I'm seeing with people these days. Whatever you're doing that ex- that's experiment, try everything. I tried everything, <laughs> you know, and I'm glad I did. And, and I still experiment and try things even now as I'm getting older and taking care of my health and everything else that we need to be willing to be creative, explore, and not get caught in the beliefs of what's going to work and how it should be. But rather, listen to what to have, a, have an open, sensitive feedback mechanism in yourself so you can truly follow the way that is being shown to you. 
Now, this will be a video on a podcast, so there may have been way too much to give you, but sometimes it just comes out like that. So if I overwhelmed you way too much, forgive me. Um, let me let me let me bring it back to simple and then we'll we'll sit some more and I'll open up the dialogue. I, I said plenty, a lot. And what I what I'd like to offer you is a simple little thing to take with you today is um, what you need to learn if you don't already have this is to install or develop an extraordinarily wonderful internal teacher. An internal guide that can help you come back to your breath or whatever and help that can really be the loving, caring sort of voice in your inner mind and in your inner heart and being that supports you. And the other side is to learn how to follow instructions. <laughs> If you have a challenger like I do, you'll hear instructions. You go, ah, I'll do it my way. I'm not going to do that. If you hear something and say, nope, then notice what that does inside of you, which is the one who pushes away someone who you feel is dominating you, some authority you had in your life that told you what to do. And all you could do was lift your middle finger silently in your own mind, unless you did it out loud like I did and, and got into big trouble. <laughs> I had a, I I couldn't keep my mouth shut as you know and I also couldn't not tell the truth but I'm still that way and that's why uh I found my way because I didn't bullshit myself and I don't make up stories and I hope you're not bullshitting yourself about what you think is happening because if you are you're going to find out eventually what the real truth is and and that will set you free that will set you free and sometimes you have to be knocked down to the ground and on your knees begging, begging for help, begging for forgiveness. And sometimes you will just wail because it's too much. It's just too much. So if you are releasing emotion and working with that since I brought attention to that, pay attention to how emotion, when it is truly released, turns into energy. And, when, and, and be aware of the energy, because energy and presence are literally, well, it's all presence, of course. But that's the real practice, is you go from thought into, the, into the, the building of thought, which is emotion, the energy, the energy, the, the energy of emotion turns into the vastness of presence. It's all interconnected. And that's one way to see, and I'm sure many of you have seen this, even when I'm working with somebody, here in satsang and they have something going on and there's a release and then all of a sudden i'll say so how are you feeling like oh yeah i feel a lot better i feel a lot better that's because it's transmuting so practice is understanding that awakening is the beginning of the path and life your whole life is the process of allowing evolution to transform you Evolution is not you making it happen, not your beliefs. Because as I mentioned before, in the cave painting they found in Africa 17,000 years ago, it was painted. Um, uh, drawings depicting Kundalini energy in connection to the source. 
They didn't have the, the Tao Te Ching then. They didn't have the Bhagavad Gita. They didn't have the Quran and the Bible and all of it. They didn't have any of it. <laughs> they didn't have Zen, non-duality, none of it. But, but it was truly what we are and always have been. So thank you for letting me rant on and on and on. Clearly, I needed to get something off my chest, as my mother would say. And uh, let's sit now, and then I'll open it up for dialogue in a, in a, in a few minutes. That was fun for me, actually. Okay, so if you have a question or would like to sit with me or work with me, please bring your hand up so I can see it in the screen. And I just want to say for those that I don't call on, I'm sorry, uh, please don't, if you take it personally, I can, I can appreciate that. Um, <laughs> but that'll just be what you get to work on a little bit. I would just more invite you to just sit with what you want and what you need and really let that percolate in you. Because often what we find here is that even though you may not get called in or, or, or have the, the personal attention, things often do resolve or, or shift in a way and insight can come. So be available for that because the deeper energies that are truly working here are working regardless of whether you raise your hand or get called in or not. Okay. And people often tell me that they come to retreat and it, even they had a, you know, a lousy retreat or it wasn't, it was uncomfortable. And then, and then afterwards it, everything was much better and they don't know why. <laughs> so as Jennifer said recently at the retreat, I liked it. And I, and I, and I will continue to quote her, this shit works. And so, and she knows after, eight, you know, being around for eight years and, and it's really remarkable. So let it work and let's sit for a minute or two. I just want to, tune in to all of you who want me to connect with you and i just want to let that unfold naturally and deeply okay so let's sit for a few minutes and i'll i'll call on the first person in a, in a few minutes Okay, I'd like to start with Nathaniel. Hey, John. Hey. Thanks for calling on me. Of I course. Absolutely. Good to see you. Thank you. Um, as you know, I just moved to Seattle this week, and uh, parts of it are going great, And uh, but Seattle's also where my family is, and there's a lot of pain there a lot of really old pain mm -hmm. and 
that's kind of just been exploding in a way that's been totally out of my control since I really walked in the door. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I guess just a lot of pain has been coming up for me. So mm. my heart feels really heavy and tight and I feel like I really want to cry. Um, but I, have not yet been able to. Mm -hmm. Well, let's, how about we enter there? Because I feel even as you say that something is inviting us to go into that. You, are you okay with that? Yeah, totally. Okay. So why don't you just have your eyes, however is comfortable for you, open or closed. And may I give you some guidance? Yes, please. Okay, well, just bring attention to just the contact with the chair and the floor. So you have a sense of sensation in your body that you're that you're being let yourself feel supported in the chair. You feel just that you're in touch with the ground. That's good. Oh, that actually is helping you feel that feel the being in touch with the ground. And also be aware of the pain in your heart, the heaviness, the sort of wanting to cry, which may not be ready yet, may not have gestated yet enough to the place where it can release. So we're not going to push that. We're just going to be keep it in the space. Okay. That's it. But gently, gently. That's it. Good. And I can feel that there's more starting to move. I can feel the little droplets of the tears in an energetic level starting to come out. Sometimes energies and sometimes emotions shift without there being an actual emotional release. Uh, I think I've seen this with you before, actually, so I'm not sure if that's happening. But, okay, not, not that that's the right way or the wrong way, it just sometimes happens that way. Now also be aware of the breathing in your belly. If you can feel it down there, down below your navel, can you let your your belly just breathe? Can you just let your belly open up and the breathing just happen way down in there? I can try. Breathing can be like very labored. Okay, then no, no, no. Oh, no, never, never. No, no, no. Never. Don't do that. Uh, we'll talk about that later. We can, there's practices you can do to develop that ability, but let's not talk about it. Let's usually do that lying down then. So for now, just notice whatever is not labored. That is your breathing, whatever, how, even if you're just feeling the air coming through your nostrils or you're feeling your chest expanding and contracting, just be aware of wherever you're feeling it right now. That's fine. Okay. There shouldn't be any labor involved in this. It's just a gentle attention. Good. That's good. You actually are starting to become more present. Your energy is starting to the deeper presence is starting to open more in you, which means you're becoming more aware. Okay. Just letting the noise in the background come and go. If you can hear the dogs barking out there, I don't know. <laughs> not, not minding. Good, 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 good. good. Door here, I would mind it, but it's all good over there. Good. That's funny. That's your, that's your, that's right. I remember now. So just notice what's happening 
There you go, nice breath. Why don't you open your mouth and take a deep lung breath and release. <sighs> Perfect. Do that again. <sighs> <sighs> yeah, just take a deep breath into that, that wherever you're feeling the heaviness of the emotion. <sighs> <sighs> Doing deep breaths like that can often help sort of aerate and, and, and hydrate sort of stuck emotions. They can get the head out, the mind out of the way. That's why deep breathing practices often are very, very helpful, like Reiki and breath work or, you know, holotropic breathing or, or uh, holot whatever they're called. There's a bunch of them. <laughs> Rebirthing. There's even, there's more and more all the time. <laughs> That's it. Oh, now you're expanding more. Can you feel that? think so. Good. So be aware of the expansion because you are actually, you have great access, Nathaniel, to presence. Good. And this is really, this is the saving grace. And it's, you're going to see how, especially being in the kind of very challenging environment you've put yourself in right now, this is going to force you to practice. <laughs> I'm feeling that. I'm sensing that. that yeah. 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 Really and you're cool. and you're no stranger to practice being a classically trained pianist and musician, exquisite musician, actually, from what I've heard and listened to. Extraordinary. You have great talent Thank and sensi sensitivity. Well, you're welcome. Thank you. And so you know how to practice. You just need to put it into this context now, and I'll help you with that. I am helping you with that. But that's it. It's funny because I was just now feeling like, okay, I think everything's in order. I can <laughs> kind of step back from this stuff a little. Yeah, now I'm coping. I'll, I'll stay shut down and good to go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with being shut down and good to go. Because when we're surviving and having to manage, that's not the time to be one with everything when you're dealing with people who are dying and you don't know if you can get them medical care. Let me tell you, that's not, that's not when you're trying to be one with everything. That's when you're kicking ass and trying to get problems solved like right now. Yeah. You know, and when life kicks you down, like it has for me, certainly in my family, you, you know, you just, you, you, it's, you know, there have been days where I have been so wiped out and exhausted. You have no idea the wreck I was. Mm -hmm. But I also know and have learned through the decades of my life how to take care of myself better and better. Yeah. And you're, and you're learning that. We're all learning that. I am continually learning it. And that there's no shame or blame in that. That's, that's what you want to be able to keep learning. As one of my wonderful teachers, when she was in her 90s, said, I'm always learning new things and becoming more sensitive. <laughs> and she was amazing, her clarity and her power and her her, her healing ability and her, it was extraordinary what she had. And she, I thought, oh my God, she's 90. I said, I want to say that when I'm 90. Hmm. So that's actually a gift that we keep learning. When people say, oh, I, I've had enough. I've done enough of this. I'm done with it. I don't want any more. I don't want any more human suffering. I'm going, and what planet are you living on? <laughs> like, what, what? Are you kidding? Like, you think you can 
go off to your, you know, exalted home. I just saw this thing on the internet today about this, you know, guy wanting to sell this home for 500 million in LA. That's like the one or something. Look it up on Instagram. It's, it, it was, it was like, you know, a hundred thousand square foot home with five swimming pools and everything. It was, it was like a resort that was somebody's home, like this major resort. And I thought, okay, what this is telling me and reminding me of is, is the slogan of more will never be enough. And that is, and that is, and that is the battle cry of that is bringing us to the brink of extinction. Mm-hmm. And so that, so acceptance is literally the letting go of needing more and allowing oneself to be fully available to how it is given, been given to us right now, even though we don't like it, even though we're pissed off about it, even though we're frustrated about it, even though we don't know how to solve an impossible problem. That's really how it feels is it feels like an impossible, my family feels like an impossible problem that, and I really, really want to solve it because I desperately want a family and I don't have one right now. And it really, it, it has hurt for a long time and it really hurts. I understand profoundly how you feel. It is my own personal experience as well. And so we will, you and I will talk about this more, not here. We could talk about this a lot, but this is a very, very important thing to talk about. And I'll talk a little bit about it because I know many people here can probably relate to this. I was somebody who was a black sheep in my own family and I was never understood. In fact, I was misunderstood. I was profoundly mistreated, bullied, and even sadistically treated. And I had to find my own family. I had to find the people in my life who could be my surrogate mothers, fathers, brothers, sisters, aunts, and uncles that were not my biological ones. Fortunately, I did have some biological family that was really wonderful, thank God. My grandparents, my mother's parents. And there was a lot of good, even with even the ones who were abusive, plenty of great that got through. So this is where we get very confused with mixed messages. And it's very hard. It's impossible to sort it out. But this is where the practice that we're learning here is actually the way for it to resolve within ourselves. And we come, you know, where to then a place of acceptance. Mm hmm. I'm not in control of whether my father-in-law lives or not, or whether he's crippled for the rest of his life with COVID, with lung damage or whatever. I don't, I'm not in control of that. We'll do everything we can to help him and take care of him. And You know, so, but it's, but what comes, what, what I come back to and what we're coming back to now is this profound place of acceptance and then just doing the next thing, taking care of what you can take care of. And in that, you will begin to find peace, harmony, fulfillment, inspiration, and aliveness, even with catastrophe unfolding in front of you. Yeah. I have been able to find a sense of acceptance just of how badly I wanted to change just kind of 
accepting the way that is and, and accepting how immovable it seems to I, be. I think the other thing to say is you also want to be able to vent with great energy and emotion. I really want this to change because it's okay. In fact, it's natural to want it to change. It was natural for me to want to have family members that were not yeah. truly my family. Yeah. I've also been scapegoated. It's really fascinating to hear that you've been scapegoated because I just can't imagine how anyone could do that to you. And I've, I've also been scapegoated by several family. Me I mean, I, I, I've been scapegoated by my entire family my whole life, but a few of them have come to understand the real me like I've come to understand him. And but there's still a lot of people who who still see me as this really bad person. And it's it's just interesting to hear that you went through that as well. Oh, it's, it's there's cool. there's no end to that sort of thing and people's projections and beliefs about each other, which are all in the way of really, truly being connected. Yeah. And so what we ultimately are really working on is finding true connection with ourself on all levels and 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 with life and and the mystery of life itself and with each other in a way that is really a miracle that we're experiencing in these gatherings honestly as you know yeah so anyway i i'm going to go back now to the group i'm really glad that you're here and uh and i wish you the best with how it's going to unfold up there and um why don't we sit a few minutes together? Just, you know, let's focus. Let me focus in with you some more. I think we did quite a bit of work and a lot already shifted. Just want to have a moment of silence to let things integrate because things got stirred up and things are already shifting. Yeah. So when we continue, Nathaniel, I would invite you to just stay with this integration and expansion that's happening right now. Very important part, so you don't just get to the next thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and feel the pull or push to get to the next thing, because that's just our ego wanting to get something done. That's all. And that's okay, so just be aware of that, because that runs us a lot. Yeah. Good. Okay. Good. Okay. So let's, um, I'll come back now and I will work with Arneta next. Let's just sit for a few minutes before I work with her. Thank you, John. Really appreciate all your support. Oh, Nathaniel, absolutely always. And thank you for your extraordinary memes that you put on the social media. Nathaniel is the exquisite artist that does all the memes and he's been a phenomenal support in making those and producing those for the last couple of years. They're really wonderful. Thank you so much for all of your help. Really grateful. Very welcome. Thanks. Okay, so guide yourself back, have your inner supportive teacher inside or friend or ally, however you want to think about that, buddy. <laughs> Guide you back to whatever you're feeling, whatever may have been brought up or triggered. I'm sure this brought up could have brought up a lot for a lot of people. 
So that just means it's ready for you to give it attention and for it to find its way to releasing, healing, integrating, and transforming. Okay, Arneta. Hi. Hi, John. Hi. Hi, nice to see you. Nice to see you. Thank you. I don't know what to say. I, I think I'm emotionally constipated. I feel as if, you know, there's energy stuck or I don't know I've had a lot of pain in my body lately and I have this thought or feeling that it's energy that is not allowed to move and I don't know what to do <laughs> mm. okay um, well let's sit together let me tune in with you and we'll see uh, uh, you know did how was the interaction I had with Nathaniel? Was that helpful at all? Yeah, it was. I was uh, following, you know, did, doing the breathing and stuff. And, and, and how is feel... it? How... Yeah, tell me about that. What happened yeah. after? Yeah. Well, I can feel, well, I mean, I'm getting hot and, and I can That's feel good. my body a lot. And, and I, as we were sitting just before, I, I started shaking. Good. Well, those are uh, all signs the energy's moving. Whether mm. they move as actual emotional emotions, you know, like, or whether they come out in some other way. Sometimes people just laugh or they just cry or they shake or vibrate. It can be a lot of different ways that energy moves out of the body. So each person has to find out how that works for them. And it can be a lot of different things at different times. So it's not just one way. So I'm glad to hear that helped. I don't know if you were around when I was recommending James Nestor's book, Breathe or Breath, which is a great I've read book. It, yeah, I've read it. Yeah, it's super. And there's some really good practice. And I use some of those. I experimented with some of them. And I use some of those that I think are very, very helpful in clearing. Is I think the one that he found to be the most helpful long term was the resonant breathing, which is basically five and a half second inhale, five oh, and a yeah, half yeah. second inhale. I, I don't do it. I mean, I'm not very good at, at you know, having a regular practice, but I do do it. it really, uh, on if, and you, and, yeah. if you do it, what starts to happen is you start to open up more and more and more mm. of your lungs and, and the lung energy and the heart energy, if you know, in traditional Chinese medicine are connected. They're not separate. So a lot of emotions get, uh, get stuck in the upper parts of our lung up in here in the tissues of our body and stuff. And so even tapping like breathing and mm. then tapping can help things move. I find with curved fingers that are like hammers, not with pads, mm. not with soft mm. pads, but with curved fingers and you can tap. It's kind of like what Shiatsu, uh, massage does a lot when they do that and so that can help stimulate chi and then you could you could, it's kind of like you're almost um cult trying to cultivate this foil you're like you're breaking it up and then you breathe into it so it's it we almost are like that sometimes we can become as we can become as hard as dry mm. you know clay almost mm. in the desert and so but yeah. we but the desert even when it gets rains blooms <laughs> 
That is very beautiful, One, actually. <laughs> once every tenth year or something. Well, it does happen. And I've, I've been, I love the desert. Um, yeah. So this is just so you can start to play with experiment with ways of breathing and experiment with it. I think a regular breathing practice, the simple breathing practice like resonant will teach you a lot because not only are you getting more and more air up in here, not by forcing it, but gently stretching like you would learn. It's almost like you're doing a kind of gradual, very slow movement towards expanding the lungs and getting more air up in here. But, and, and, then, and then to have full exhalation so you're completely engaging all of your core protective muscles, including your pelvic floor and your transverse abdominis. So all of the muscles that strengthen the core that a lot of people are into training now with Pilates and everything else, that you want to get all of it out because what they find is that it's not how much oxygen you're getting, but how much carbon dioxide you're mm. discharging that's even more yeah. important. Yeah. So by that. doing that, you'll find that you'll be a lot clearer. <laughs> that, that must have been the universal underline of how important this is for you. <laughs> I'm doing the uh, Wim Hof breath oh, yeah, every yeah, morning. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, yeah. I love I love that. I he's it's mm. basically he got that from the ancient Tumo Tibetan Tumo practice, and I do that also every day. I do the resonant breathing, and I do the tomb. I do his. I do that. What he's teaching the same thing, and it's phenomenal. Mm. So those can really. But I would do the I would do the resonance as a warm up before you do the Vim Hof. Okay. Yeah. Especially because oh. otherwise you could strain yourself, and I know people have hurt themselves by over breathing. Got to be real careful not to push it. But I love what he's doing. I think it's great. I know he's very incredibly popular, and I think it's super. But but we also want to understand in the context mm. of what we're doing here and how it works. So now, as far as other ways to help move emotion, can I mention a few? Mm, sure. I know you know a lot about this. I think mm. you do from your background. But I have found also one of the great ways of helping move emotion is through uh, vocal expression, whether it's toning, uh, and also doing loud vocalization of frustration in mm. a way that's not going to cause neighbors to or people. We actually started, Anthony and I, we have this, sometimes we say, can we go to the greenhouse? And then we go and then one is sitting and the other is just <laughs> expressing our rage. And, good, good, good. Yeah, if, if you can handle that. Yeah, um, we can. Well, we good, can. Well, good. Well, that's great. If you can, if, yeah, to be able to fully, but when you fully discharge rage, when it's fully clear, usually what will happen afterwards will be the grief, because usually it's a secondary emotion that's overlaying mm. grief, usually. Not always, but often we get angry because we're hurt. Mm. And so we, we can often get very stuck in anger or in reactivity, and we don't even know what's underneath there, which is the vulnerability that caused it in the first place. Mm. Right. There's something about that because I know it's my sister. She's triggering me like hell at the moment, and she's not doing anything. I mean, it, if you look at it from the outside, it's like nothing, but it's like I feel like I could kill her. And uh... well, then to, then also to do the the psycho, the, you know, like the Gestalt psychodrama kind of expressive work where you imagine your sister sitting across from you, and you and you and you let's just say unleash the mm. verbal. A lot of people have a hard time doing that because, oh, I can't say that to my, and it's, uh, but, <laughs> yeah, but you don't want to do it. You don't want to do it to no, anybody because no, it's harmful, but you want to be able to do it in a way to help it move out of you. But to do that kind of work requires a lot of practice and skill and training to have it really be integrated. And for me, it's, it's to get in, I mean, I, 
it's today or yeah, getting in touch with it because I mean this has been going on for a while and I felt quite dry. I haven't felt any of this. I mean it's slowly yeah. coming now, but yeah, and especially if you come to Sadsang, which is going to be like, it's kind of like a microwave. It starts to cook mm. us in a way that opens us on all levels, and so that's we know that if you're getting triggered here, <laughs> it's working even though you don't like it. That's fine to not like it. I, I just, let's just say I haven't liked it plenty, but it's, but that doesn't mean it's not working. It means it is working actually. So let's let's sit together a little bit, and I is this helpful? In what we're mm. covering? Good. So those would be areas. I mean, there's other ways to help move emotional energy, like you know the tapping work, the EFT work, uh, EMDR work, IM movement work, all that kind of stuff can help move them. There's a lot of ways of helping uh, emotional energy move through somatic work, uh, all kinds of therapeutic techniques that can help. I keep hearing about more and more and more methods that people have developed that are that are really sound good. I don't have time to even look into them, but I hear about them from my students around the world that they're doing this and that and it's helping them. And I can see it's helping them and I, and I totally support whatever works, whatever works. Yeah, okay. That isn't harmful to oneself or others. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Ah, so let's just take a breath. Ah, anybody can do this right now who feels like it. Ah, and just come back to center. Just come back to here. And I'm going to tune in with you now, Arneta. That's it. Just let your eyes close. Yeah, keep them closed right now. Good. Good. If you are okay opening them and that's not in the way, that's okay. But I don't, I want you to be careful with that right now. You're definitely opening. Can you feel that? Not yet. Okay, that's fine. That means you're becoming more present. So you are becoming more aware. That's good. That's what you want to, that's good. There's the breath. See, that even is proof that you're becoming more aware. Energies are moving. Good. So things are shifting in a natural way for you right now. Just be aware also of your feet on the ground if you need to feel that. I, I, that's really important for you. Feel the contact of your legs, your rear on the chair, hands on your legs. And if you're able to notice the good, if you're able to notice the natural breath in the belly, otherwise feel it wherever you can feel it. But like with Nathaniel, this is really helpful for you because this will help you ground. Well, I'm so impatient. I want something to happen. There you go. You see, and that's okay. <laughs> No, I mean, that's fine. And then that's, and that's what's important is that you can express that, but, you know, really, and I'm not saying do it right now, but that's fine. That, and even in yourself, even people right now, the good, the, the great thing about our online groups is that you, the people who need to scream out loud right now can do it and not going to bother anybody. <laughs> How awesome is that? <laughs> so if you need to get some of this out after I go back to the group, you know, just let you look a lot better than when we started. That's all I can say. <laughs> Some people have a lot of conditioning around it's wrong to be angry. You know, it's it's sinful. You know, you're going to burn in hell or whatever. But honestly, it's just part of our human nature. It's, you know, you don't want to harm someone else 
or yourself, of course, but this is what we're learning is how to allow the expression and movement of emotional energy, even sometimes that even feels violent without causing violence, without causing harm. Very, very important. Very important. We need to evolve this way as human beings if we're going to find out how to exist together in peace and harmony. It's absolutely essential. But we have to find out how with ourselves first. But it's not only anger, it's all kind of, of being too noisy, too much, too expressive. All that has been really sort of, you know. Right. Well, you live in a, an environment, a culture that you have felt very constrained in. Yeah. You know, and that's part of the challenge of who you are in that in that world. Right. Yeah. But you can be free there. <laughs> I'll make sure <laughs> that you stay on track. It's really good to see you. It's really, really good. Thank you for uh, being here and sharing. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, let's all come back to the whole group now and sit a little bit before I go to Ben Sheckett. I'll work with Ben next. Sheckett. So if, like, if you've lost touch with yourself or gotten, I don't know, stirred up in some way, just see if you can support yourself right now in being present, even if it's hard, even if it's difficult for you. Even if these interactions have been triggering. See if you can utilize how that is resonating in your own mind, body, heart, being in a way that you give attention to what needs attention right now. Gently with tenderness. Okay, Ben. Hi. Hi. So I think what I'd like to ask you about, I, I sort of mentioned kind of obliquely the last time we spoke. Um, a few years ago, I, I got involved with a teacher who was kind of working in the non-duality arena and worked with him for about a year. Um, and eventually kind of broke away because I just, something felt, I don't know, something felt weird. Um, and since then I've really had a struggle around it. Somehow it like really kind of deeply kind of wobbled me off my center. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like 
it was somebody who had, I think, some real gifts. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. also, um, I experienced as pretty interpersonally brutal, I mm-hmm. think is how I would describe it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's just been a lot of, like, I've had a lot of confusion and self-doubt around it. Like, mm-hmm. Is there something off? Was that just my ego not liking somebody kind of poking it? Um, it's felt it's felt hard to trust myself, and it's felt really confusing um, and quite painful. And and also like this person is still sort of in my psyche somehow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know um, this. I know this problem very well, and I'm sorry to hear you're going through it. But I've I'm no stranger to this, and 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 I. And um, go ahead. I don't mean to interrupt you when, when you're ready. We'll, we'll sit with it and we'll work with it. Um, I think that's the gist. I mean, I'm, I, like I, I've been doing. And, I, and also, you know, Ben, yeah. I think your clarity is excellent. Okay. And I think your, your clarity of articulating the condition of it right now is very self-aware in a good way. And that's very important. And I'll explain why when we get into this. Because I, this, you've been, because let me just be honest with you. You've been traumatized. And the problem when people have power, when people awaken, no matter what, where they are on the spectrum of integration, because people can awaken and even become enlightened who are completely unexamined, who are mentally ill, who are narcissistic, sociopathic, and, and they can often be very, very seductive, very loving, incredibly intelligent, very compelling. And yet they are not integrated in their humanity and they can mistreat others horrifically in a way that I have been very privy to. And it is appalling how awful it is. And so when people end up getting access and they have these beliefs that their egos take control of it because they're not fully integrated, then they are very dangerous. Now, I don't know who the, I don't want to know who this is and I'm not. I mean, I'm not pointing any fingers at anybody, but this is something that each individual has to ultimately come to in themselves. And so what what I would say the work you need to do in yourself is to come back to a place where you really can begin to trust the truth and how it truly works, not somebody who's telling you what the truth is. Uh, yeah, that's I mean, I think that's that was the dynamic was like, well, of course, this of course. And this is and this is how people who who misuse their authority in this way um end up having literally millions of i mean you know they 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 a lot of people want someone to tell them the way (laughs) and and the real the honest people who are let's just say more integrated are going to tell you that no one knows the way but the way will find you and guide you if you tune into it and you do have that available to you authentically and everyone here does and everyone who comes, I know that because I know that the energy naturally, um, I don't know how to say that. It's not that somebody's better than someone else. Some people misunderstand when I talk about this. It's not that. It's not, it has nothing to do with that. It's really more, there's this, um, that when people come here, what I find is that they're ready to follow the truth, how it's unfolding. And then not what John is saying or what his process has been, because ultimately you can't follow another human being. You can only learn how to follow the actual authentic truth as it's unfolding in you. And no one has, no one has ownership of that. No one knows anything. No one knows anything about that ultimately. So the people that claim they know all about it actually are 
potentially dangerous. So I am here to support you in healing this and integrating this, however long it takes. Thank you. And let's sit together now. Was that helpful? It was. I, I appreciate I appreciate you naming it as trauma because I that's like it's taken some time to kind of recognize that. Oh. that like that's what that's what this is. That's why everything feels crazy right in yeah, no trauma as we for those of us who have had a lot of it and I've had plenty, it it has its own vibratory memory in our nervous system and our cells and our in our bones. And it isn't about getting rid of it. It's about being the open space of loving attention and allowing it to move through us when it needs to shift what sometimes those traumas fully integrate and release and are gone. And sometimes they're they doesn't they don't, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean you can't be free. It doesn't mean you can't be profoundly um, live fully in uh, awakened consciousness and become more and more realized as it were even though you still have those movements through your nervous system. Okay, so this so probably part of this is going to be a teach will very much be a teaching for you. I know in my own situations, those kinds of traumas have been great teachers and inspirations for me, because they live in us. <laughs> right? They yeah. It's not them anymore out there. It's really how do we now bring that pain into conscious so it can actually transmute and integrate and literally further our fulfillment in life because it will ironically so i can look back at some of the traumas and go you know i wouldn't be who i am without them i wouldn't have evolved and learned in the way they have without those horrific events i'm not saying they were right they're unforgivable actually in my opinion it fucking pisses me off to hear about this and I have also been hurt by some of these people who tried to take me down with false accusations about who I am and what I'm doing because they, they wanted a leg up and they wanted to No, it's really it, it actually can be quite disturbingly dangerous and harmful. So, yeah. <laughs> so let's sit together and be together the whole group now. This is, a, this is a very there's you're not the only one here who's been through this in one way or another this is a very common thing that i am faced with in my work and i'm and i'm happy to support you and you will be fine you will be you'll in fact you'll be better than fine i, I mean i think the one the one last thing that i will say that i i, I think i am learning from this is that like i i just finished i just finished a master's in counseling and and as i'm oh. sort of looking at potentially you know sitting with people it, it feels really important actually in some ways to have had this experience oh totally to see like this is what happens when you think you know somebody better than they know themselves that's um, right and when you and this is right and this is very very important this is very 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 important so we learn the hard way this is we learn through the school of hard knocks evolution is is my I was sharing with Ajahn, he cracked up when I told him. I said, yeah, my latest unpublished meme is, um, do you know how you know when you're being evolved? When you hate what's happening. <laughs> he cracked up and it is absolutely true. <laughs> so yes, we hate it and it's how it works. True learning isn't gathering just a bunch of knowledge. 
no, 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 that's not learning. <laughs> that's just being knowledgeable. That's just being smart. That's all it is. But it, it, it's nothing to do with wisdom or true fulfillment. Okay, let's sit together. Ben, I want to tune in with you now a little more. Okay. Yeah. I just want to say to, to you, you can watch you close your eyes. I'm sorry. I can feel the hurt in you around this because you trusted somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, there's no fault for trusting someone that you thought was going to give you what you wanted and needed. Yeah. That's right. It's okay. Just let that come out. Just let that come out. There's no blame for that. Not at all. <sighs> That's so angry. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure you are. <laughs> and you can, like I was saying with Arneta, you can imagine them and the, ch and you know, and you can, you can. Yeah. Oh, I have. <laughs> good, good. Because you don't because you don't want that somaticizing. Yeah. You don't want oh. that turning into illness. No, it felt like getting a piece of like my it felt like getting a piece of my energy back. It was that's it, right. It was well, like, people are often disconnected from their rage and from their, you know, people. We, we, we need to be able to stand up and fight the good fight. There have been, you know, enlightened warriors is part of history. I mean, it's just because people think, oh, well, if you're enlightened, you're not, you know, you're just going to accept everything. No, you're not. <laughs> you're going to fight the good fight. That's right. And you're going to and you're going to and, you know, you're, you're going to take care of people not harm them that's right you're doing it you this is hard work this is hard work but it's important that's it just let it just let yourself move through this i'm sitting with you that's it Like I, I'm still me under this. Like this didn't destroy me or, or really take me. Oh away from no, myself. it's going to no, on the contrary, Ben, it's going to evolve you. It's going to evolve you into more of truly who you are and can be for yourself and others. No question. You'll see. Just it's not gonna happen quickly. <laughs> it could take a while. It, this this could be a teaching for a very long time, but it won't be a problem. It will actually be a force for transformation and healing. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll help you with this if you if you get lost in it or confused in it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Lots of love to you. Big hugs. Thank you, John. Take care. Yeah. This is an area that I'm particularly um, sensitive to because of my work and how I work in the world and how people perceive it. And I'm very keen on helping people understand what access to power is and what it isn't. And there's a great, a great deal of misuse of power in many, many ways. And we need to make sure that we understand this because um, 
It goes into all walks of life. I work with people who are involved in very high levels in politics and trying to make changes, and they are trying to understand this too. And I guarantee you it's important because the world right now is, we're in mythic times. We're living in mythic times right now. And the work you're doing in yourself is important. Absolutely. Don't think it isn't. I will tell you the truth. You may not believe this, and that's fine if you don't. Every drop of water in the ocean is relevant and important. Every drop. So. People <laughs> go, really? <laughs> oh, come on, John, you're exaggerating. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. So lots of love to all of you. Truly, thank you for being here today. We have some time now to sit in silence. But just really, this, this, this does work. And honestly, I'm as in awe of it as you are. And my friends who are living in very beautiful states and have great access to this, we all know we don't know anything. And that's okay. Uh, you begin to become comfortable in the and, and allowing the vulnerability of not knowing and moving into the bliss of not knowing. Well, let this energy work through you. Let the, this energy is you. It's not me, it's not you, it's what we are. Just gently be present as you are able to now, allowing whatever is unfolding to find its way. And may you, may you be healed. And may you be transformed. And may you truly be happy and live fulfilled, a fulfilled life. Thank you again. Take great care of yourselves. I look forward to seeing you soon and lots of love, happy trails and bye for now. <laughs>